Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. So tell me a little more about this company you created. Elecon Valley. So that's where you live. You're in the Bay Area. I'm in the Bay Area. Yeah. So, uh, so Silicon Venture Central. West is actually. Yeah. What did you say? So I was just going to say um, Silicon Central. That's all. Oh, Silicon Central. <laughs> yeah. Silicon Central. Silicon Central. How can I help you? Yeah. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, Venture West Consulting. We are a consulting company. Uh, that pretty much deals with any type of transformation. So if there's a company, uh, you typically deal with Fortune 500, um, but if there's a company that wants to transform, and it could be, hey, I'm, I'm working on implementing a new software or a new process, or you know what, I just need to transform my people. I need to get them um, marching to the same tune. I need to get them to be better presenters. I, I need to get them formulating new ideas. Um, we deal in transformation. And so comediology really helps with that aspect in getting them to, um, to transform and, and ways that they probably wouldn't have logically at least thought about. Cool. Okay. So give me an example. And again, obviously, if you can't give a, a details about the client, we understand, but like story. Sure. Um, well, I'll talk about, how about I talk about uh, a model um, that helps people think differently and it actually is, a, might, you know, help your listeners as well. Um, so uh, this is something that we, uh, we came up with that in watching a lot of different comedians, so everybody thinks like you just said, Esty, you're like, I think I'm funny. And a lot of people think that, but they then what happens is they compare themselves to like uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Well, I'm not like Jerry Seinfeld. I'm not like Robin Williams. And, and so finding what's personal for you and powerful for you can really help you in not only how you present, but also how you prepare for a presentation. And it can also help even the group that you work in to get to your presentation. So if you can imagine like a two by two quadrant, right? So this is, um, and on the top side, I'm sorry, this is a little bit explaining a, a visual, but you have like, are you introverted or are you extroverted? Mm -hmm. And then on the, on the left-hand side, you have, are you, are you left-brained or are you right-brained? But basically there's four different quadrants to describe you. If you're introverted, if you're an introverted person and you're more left-brained, you probably like a lot of structure. And so when you prepare or when you present, um, it's probably going to be more in the a fashion of like a written word. And so like a David Sedaris is an example. So if you are, so, so embrace that. If you, we call that the writer. If you're a writer, embrace the fact that you're a writer. You know, you see some people getting in front on the stage and being loud and using voices. That's not you. And, and maybe it, we might have some of that, but you know, embrace the fact that there's power to being a writer. You'll come up with insights that other people won't. Um, the thing you need to look out for is that you can be run over, if you will, by some of the performers, right? But that's what, but, you know, know that you have power in that regard. That's one example. And, that, and if you are 
and sorry if I'm if I'm going too you know long or this is a, a little confusing. No, no, I like know. it, I and I'm actually I'm draw, I've drawn it out on my paper so I can keep track of it. So I made myself a little T chart, and I've got introvert extrovert on top. I've got left oh. brain right brain at the bottom, and I'm labeling my quadrants. I, I'm I went so into impressed. student mode. <laughs> okay. I'm learning now. So if you are awesome, okay. So that's a writer. So then if you are more extroverted, but you still like structure. Um, we call that an engager. So like the most, you know, you know, famous would be like an Oprah, but even from a comedic perspective, like a Stephen Colbert, you get your power from engaging with other people. Esty, you're probably an engager. I mean, just listening to you talk and how you pull people out and draw people out. So knowing that you're an engager is is helpful because you, 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 if you're, if you're a comedian, you're going to talk with a lot of people in the audience. If you're a presenter, you're going to say, let's have some Q and a, let's go around the room and talk about how people are feeling. Let's, um, what do you think about that idea? You know, Sue or Bill or whatever. So, so know that you're an engager. The thing that you need to look out for if you're an engager is if you are the person you're engaging, doesn't want to be <laughs> engaged or they don't bring their a game, that's going to impact you. Right. But there's a lot of power and engagement, too. So anyway, so that's an engager. So that's on the left side of the spectrum. On the, on the right brain side of the spectrum, if you're right brain and if you're an introvert, we call that a storyteller. So storytellers are probably like a Jim Gaffigan or like a Jerry Seinfeld. They're amazing. I love them, both, by the way, like on my list of favorite oh. comics. Gaffigan is so yeah, up I, there. Do you ever hear his yeah, fourth totally. line? His fourth kid line, because that was my favorite line ever, because I heard it right when I was pregnant with my fourth kid. Oh, go for it. Let's hear it. Okay, so again, it's one of those that, like, when he says it, you're rolling on the floor. <laughs> and when I say it, like, I don't know if it goes anywhere. But, um, no, because he tells the story about how, you know, when you tell people you're having a baby, they're like, oh, that's so exciting. And then you're like, it's my fourth. They're like, oh. Like, kids are only exciting when it's one. It's like, that's too many, you know, like you're taking world's resources. Again, he's, he's funnier when he says it, but then he's like, you know what having a fourth kid's like, imagine you're drowning and someone hands you a baby. And I, I think I was laughing for weeks. weeks. I was pregnant with my fourth. I have five kids now, but I was pregnant with my fourth at the time. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I love it. I, think I love, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like you. I'm just like a kid when it comes to great comedy, even though I, I do comedy. I'm just, I love it. It just brings, yeah, I have a great example, great example of a storyteller. So yeah. So Jim Gaffigan tells stories. He's like, yeah. I was in McDonald's and, um, you know, like, what are you people doing here? Oh, I'm here too. He, he, and, and that's what's so engaging about him. And we as humans relate to stories. If you're a storyteller, if you are um, slightly more on the introverted side, um, but you're and, and your right brain, embrace the fact that you that you love to tell stories. Think of a story before your presentation. Think of something and then pull from that story and put pieces into your presentation. It's so powerful. Um, and, and and then finally, if you are an extrovert and your right brain, we you are what, what we call a performer. So like a Robin Williams. Oh my gosh, that guy, every character in the book, that guy is just, he loves to perform. Now, the thing to know about a performer there, and I probably consider myself a more of a performer and engager, I'm not the best writer. And so, and so it's important for me to know. So, I, so when I'm presenting in a group, I'm going to get my friends that are, have really good material and we're going to collaborate. 
they, you know, writers don't like to perform. I mean, it could, it could take them a day to write a great script and six months to perform it because they're not going to get up on stage. Performers are just the opposite, right? I could, it'll take me six months to write. I could get and perform it in five minutes. It's my natural ability. And so knowing what those natural abilities are can help you in business, even knowing that about yourself. Um, so one of the tools that we use. Where did this chart, did you make this up? Because this is genius. I'm in love with this right now. Oh my gosh. Uh, send, send me a bill. Seriously. This is like, <laughs> this yeah, is so it's, um, cool. we have a, we have a, believe it or not, a comediology team that like, this is a lot of, there's so much science behind this and, um, and it, it can really, really help people. And it makes my life make sense. So I'm actually this weird right, left brain combination. I don't get it, but I just, I am. Um, and I'm a combination engager performer. Like I, I gave a talk this week and hopefully no one who's listening to this show knows which talk it was and what week this was recorded. But I gave a talk this week and they asked me like a few days before to do a different topic. And I'm like, yeah, sure. No problem. You know, and most of my days go sideways as they do in quarantine. Um, and so about an hour before the talk, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to say. And I messaged the guy, I'm like, you know, if I don't use a PowerPoint, is that okay? Because I don't think it's going to be polished up in time. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You could just, you know, be on video. I'm like, great. And um, I'm in the kitchen and I'm like, give my kids lunch and I'm jotting down notes for my talk on one of my notepads on the wall. Um, and then I think, I don't know, somewhere like 10 minutes before I, I put the whole thing together and it went great. I got the best feedback. It went great. It really worked too. Oh, Essie, you are such a performer. That's right. So a writer would never be, no, I need six more months to perform. And something else that you may or may not have discovered, it sounds like you did in that process. For a writer, for a writer, they can write down on a computer. It's no problem. It's fine because it's structure and it's their left brain and they're really getting it down. For a performer, however, the fact that you write it down with a pen and paper. Have to. I need pen and paper. You got it. That's 100% because a performer needs the physical outlet to connect with their material. So when I write, I write on a, on a, on a, I, you know, on a laptop I, and I perform it, it's like, Meh, and then I write it down with my, you know, physically, it is night and day. So that things that you could know, you just yeah, it, it's my crazy. Mind. Cause I have to draft cause I'll do my talks in PowerPoints and I'll build them out sometimes in PowerPoints, but I always have to draft the outline on a piece of paper first. And that's what I use as my guide. I have to draft you it on paper it. first. I can't, that's that's, right. I can't create anything from zero on a computer. Yeah, exactly. And there's, and there's, there's actually, and by the way, just going back SC to one of your earlier yeah. points, these are not mutually exclusive by any stretch. There are, you know, you could be 20% writer and 80, just like you said, you're an engager and a performer and you can actually, I can tell that by talking to you. And so there's, there's, a, um, there's tips and tricks. There's a questionnaire that we have to get you like which box that you are, or, you know, where it is. A lot of people can tell just as I read through that, but it, things that you do um, like storytellers tend to be very, they see things visually. And so seeing things visually, even if it didn't happen, the story, 
will tremendously help you. Even if you're preparing for a presentation and maybe that story didn't happen, like the baby, right? You hand them a baby, yeah. see that visually in your mind. And then when you walk through your presentation, you can refer to that visually and it will help you so much. If you have the picture in your head, your audience will have the picture in their head. So uh, anyway, so just things that you can do that make it so much more powerful knowing that about yourself. And, and I apologize, I know I'm being very verbose, but the, I love that. The point, <laughs> the, the point that you had before, you can speak at my funeral, by the way. I'm just, I just, you're number one. <laughs> <laughs> what you said before Chris. about, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what can I say? I'm blowing my mind. Here, I'm going to pass this around. You take a hit and pass it on to the note. Um, you, you said, <laughs> you know, I think I'm, I think I'm funny, but I'm not sure. Well, that's the thing is that a writer will see a performer and be like, oh, I can't be like that. They're, uh, look at Robin Williams. And likewise, a performer will see a writer and like, look at that material. It's so witty and so like uh, sharp. I can't be that. We have to stop being, and that's one of the points in the book as well. You, you've got to be yourself. This helps you get in touch with yourself to embrace that about yourself. When you embrace it, that's where your strength comes, as opposed to trying to follow other people and be, quote, unquote, a comedian, because a comedian is a meaningless word if you think about it. You actually have to get to that next layer or the next two layers to really find out where that comedy comes from. So cool. So how would, how would a small business owner use this? Like, again, for me, I love learning things. I love all forms of personal development. I love every extra layer of understanding myself. I'll never try to make another talk on the computer again. Not that I really did, but I still do. And I'm like, I need paper. Um, but how would somebody use this tool, let's say, in, in their regular business life? Oh, great question. So many applications. So anything from getting a, a lead. So how do you get a lead? Um, I, per, I personally, I cannot get a lead on email. I refuse to do it. I'm not going to send an email because I'm a performer and I'm, a, and I'm an engager. When I'm in business, I'm an engager. So I have to go and I have to talk with people and say, Essie, what's going on in your business? What's your challenge? How's it going? What, you know, and that's how I build something. Some people uh, need to send an email to say, this is what we're doing and here's what's exciting. And so knowing that about yourself, so many people feel uncomfortable oh approaching their clients. I really <clears throat> wonder if my swan strength fits into your grid. So we teach something. So we, we do, um, one of our superpowers in my company is organic marketing strategy, right? And we work specifically with micro businesses. So the opposite spectrum from where you hang out, the tiny guys, the people who are getting started five figures, six figure profit, up to seven figure profit range usually. And, uh, um, one of the things we teach people is to leverage what I call their swan strength in getting out there and doing promotion that won't cost them anything. And swan is S-W-O-N, right? So it's speaking, writing, one-on-one, -on -one, and networking. And the networker mm. is the engager, and the writer is obviously the writer, and the speaker is uh, the storyteller, and uh, no, the that's the one-on-one. -on -one. That's the one-on-one. -on -one. My swan strength fits. The speaker is the performer. My swan wow. strength fits on your grid. It's the same thing. <laughs> and I built this just out of working with hundreds of business owners over the last 10 years and realizing that every person has at least one of these, if not more, that they can leverage for free organic promotion. And they fit into your grid. Yeah. That is so cool. 
Wow. High five. Great success. <laughs> yeah, there, you, you know, that, that's because there are, there are truths about uh, people. And, and one of the truths is this thing, comedy. Um, I don't know. It just like, uh, it, it just connects people. There are, there are certain things that people connect through and it, it, the, the medium is less, less important um, ultimately but for that comfort level and getting there, it's, it's, it's paramount. And so I love your, I love your swan grid. And so like writing, yeah, if you're a writer um, and do you, do you like, this is, these are different things that you do. Do you actually give guidance on when you should do each one? So no. So what I teach people is again, when they're starting right to get even to a stable six figure profit business, we've never spent any money on ads. And I've worked with quite a number of clients. Again, some people want to do ads. I try to stop them. I can't always, but you don't need <laughs> to spend a lot of money on marketing or even any money on marketing. If you're leveraging your strength and you understand this. So a writer, for example, I will have a writer write to, again, what, what I define promotion as getting your audience's attention, right? We teach organic marketing strategy. There's 10 different moving parts. Um, but the key elements are making sure you're getting the right attention from the right people in the right way for the right thing we're going to super simplify it. So as long as all of their foundation stuff's in place and they've got a proper sales follow-up, the getting attention part is where you leverage your swan strength. And a writer needs to write for places that their audience reads. It's yeah, really that simple. 100%. That's all they have to do. 100%. They should not write their own blog because that just sits in the abyss of blogs nobody reads. Like, you can do that. But that's annoying, right? Because you're not a speaker that you're going to drive traffic to the blog and you're not a networker that's going to drive traffic to the blog. You're just going to write it. And it is not true, right? Field of dreams, build it and they will come is the end of the movie. Build it and he will come is the beginning of the movie. I think people miss, forget the beginning of the movie. Let me uh, talk about yeah. it. It starts with build it and well, he and will I, come. Yeah. And I also think to your point about blog, like if you're not a writer, and it's painful. If you're not a writer, don't do a blog. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Stop it. Right. Right now. And, and, and don't try you... to write for every publication. <laughs> right. Don't do it. And if you if you are like if you're a um, uh, if you are a performer, and you you know a lot of times for performers it's like you know Rob imagine Robin Williams performing and then like hey could you go back to the second section when you talked about the man who lost his you know it's like nothing what? is more annoying or or than yeah. but an engager would love that so if you're right. a small business and you love talking about your spiel but then you don't want to deal with the Q&A bring an engager with you they love that stuff and they're awesome at it so it's Q not only my favorite part of every talk by the way Q&A is arguably my favorite part <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you're that, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely heavier on the like. I'm, I love getting up there and I love holding an audience and I love carrying an audience with me on a journey. Um, but my favorite part's still the Q and A, the, the interactivity, solving people's problems. Oh my gosh, this is genius! And I'm totally going to be quoting you on this forevermore. Um, Okay, we, we could talk for a very long time about these things. So currently, what, what's going on currently in the business that's challenging? Oh, okay. So uh, currently, boy, I think uh, what, yeah, I mean, just look, looking around, right? I think people are um, staying home. It's so hard to work. People are looking around. Uh, are we ever going to get back to normal? What's happening with my job? There's a lot of fear, right? And so... 
Um, this is a time uh, to invest in yourself. And I know that's a very loose term. And it doesn't mean a lot. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expand on that. I think in, in our world, we are very familiar with the concept of a financial 401k. So a financial 401k is something that we get a job or we start to save an IRA, individual retirement account. So financially, we're building this thing up. We're putting 10 bucks a month away or whatever it is, right? 100 bucks doesn't matter. First month is like, dude, 100 bucks is nothing. It's not going to get me through life. It's not, you know, you know, three months goes by, six months goes by. All of a sudden, you have like five years and you're like, whoa, I got a lot of money in there. And you can see, you can see the end trajectory to like, when I retire, this is actually going to be my life. I'm not going to have a job. I'm going to step away from my job. This is going to support me and fulfill me. We get that in the financial realm. Most people do. But we've completely lost the plot in the creative realm. Because what happens is we start writing our book or we start performing and we do it the first time. And it's like, oh, this is crap. I'm never doing this again. But it's just like saving that $10 a month. It doesn't mean a lot after the first time you do it. It doesn't mean a lot after the first three times you do it. After, you know, nine, you know, maybe like two weeks that you've done it day, 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 day after a day, you're like, whoa, this is kind of cool. And you can see the end of like, hey, whoa, this book, Comediology, this could actually be a big part of my life and, and help <clears throat> carry me into the future. Well, it's the same thing, and I call it the creative 401k. So this is a perfect time to start. It doesn't need to be a lot of time. It just needs to be that basic recurring time. You save – most people – a lot of people save 10% of their income. Save 10% of your time every day. Invest in your future, something that brings you passion, something, something that brings you joy. And now is a perfect time to do it because a lot of us aren't commuting anymore. Use that time to invest in your creative 401k. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah, I did a post, um, you know, one of the things I'm loving about COVID, you know, the 24-7 cafeteria in my office. My commute is now down to 3.2 seconds. So, yeah. <laughs> it works. Yeah. It, um, it's, um... So what about in your business, though? I mean, what are your current business challenges? So this is kind of current world challenges and advice for people. But what are the things that you're personally dealing with in your business as the world has gone. Yeah, you know, I, th I think there's, um, down. yeah, I, in consulting, I think, a lot, you know, a lot of it is, uh, particularly people are, you know, this is not the time to, hey, let's, let's bring on a, a, a huge batch of consultants. <laughs> like, right. people are, are going through cost cutting mode. And they're yeah. just, uh, you know, and so, um, but it, and it's a challenge. It's, it's difficult. It's trying. It's like, oh, my gosh, are we going to be okay? I think, uh, and you know, I, I'm I mean, complete candor. I mean, I, I get nervous sometimes. Oh, am I going to have to adjust? Am I going to have to change? But honestly, what, a couple things help me, help carry me through. One is investing in what I love and realizing that no matter what happens, I could go, uh, I could do this. I could go like 100%, 110% and do this and just love it. And, and I know that sounds cliche or campy or whatever, but if you really love something, it, it carries you through emotionally. I think the second thing is um, knowing that there is a, a pattern to things in a wave. We saw this in 2008. We saw this in 2001. Um, a lot of people, like, after 2001, uh, sorry, September 11th, they were like, oh, people are never going to fly again. 
And right yeah. now, people are saying, oh, people are never going to fly again. It of happens. We, we are at our worst. What's that? Yeah. Of course we will. Yeah, Everything's a bell curve. It takes time, but everything's a, a bell curve. And you go to the new normal. 100%. Yeah. And and I, I would say also what, what uh, I've really tried to, you know, like in comedy, you have to be in the room. And a lot of times you want to tell your joke. You, want, you know this is funny and you want to get your joke out there. If your audience is not the right audience, they're not in the mood, you can't force that joke or it'll lay so flat it's not even funny. And so you have to be in the room. And right now, being in the societal room of where we're at is not maybe not sending out a message, hey, do you want to sign up for my – no, it's like, hey, how are you doing? Is your family okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. And be, be in the room with your customers, with your prospects. Maybe they're not ready to buy right now, but they, they just need a moment to connect with humanity. It feels like that's what people are. So my advice to myself and my counsel suggestion would be, be in the room. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I feel like, how are you holding up is the new what's up. <laughs> You'll just yeah. say hi. <laughs> right. what's up? It's like, how are you holding up? <laughs> like, that's the new greeting. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that's funny because, and we've yeah. got a lot of asks for this is just to have Zoom calls, just to have fun. Like I need my team to have fun, so we'll we'll have an hour long comediology call. Just I'll bring on stand up comedians. We'll we'll talk about that's so um, fun. And it, that's I'm it. be on your team. Like, I love that idea. Yeah. That is so cool. <laughs> See, I want you. I want you engaging on our team. You're like. <laughs> take take the questions. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that idea. No, that's actually uh, I'm I'm coming away, guys. I hope you're taking notes. I've been taking notes this whole time because our team is fully virtual, and over the years I've done different things, you know, to gift the staff, pull them together, but I've never thought of doing something like virtual entertainment. Like as if I was getting everyone together, like bringing on a comedian or some kind of performer, and like having everyone do a Zoom thing. I totally want to do that for my team. I love this idea. That's so That's cool. I will, right. uh, if, if you're interested, I will definitely, yeah. I would be more than happy to invite you. So just to observe or engage or uh, do what yeah. you do, whatever you want to do. I'm coming. And uh, Super fun. All right. I love well, it. <laughs> and Essie, I hate to uh, divulge and go, but I, I do need to get on actually another call. But um, is there anything else that I can... Uh, that, um, Let me just wrap I the show. I'll cut that minute. Um, and I'm, I'm going to wrap up. I have my eye on the clock, so I know we're at 27. I'm sorry I was pushing us to the wire because we were having so much fun. Um, okay, so I'm just going to wrap it here. Um, one second. Da, da, da. Wow. This has been just incredible. So, Chris, tell people where can they find out more about you? Where can they get their your book? Where can they – just all of this good stuff. Oh, thank you, SC. Yes, they can uh, find me on comediology.com. The book is on Audible. It's on Amazon. Um, and or you can reach out to me on, on LinkedIn or Facebook. So or follow me there or, you know, follow me home, whatever, whatever works for you. I'd love to talk to my li listeners and readers. So thank you, SC. It's been such a joy being with you, by the way. No, absolute pleasure. And I'm going to surprise you with one last quick question, which I didn't warn you about because I like to end all my episodes with a quote. So it doesn't have to be your favorite quote of all time, but it can be. Um, and you've given us some really good stuff. So you can lean on something you've already said. But do you have a quote to send everyone on their way today? 
Yes, I do. It's one of my favorite quotes. Um, it's uh, be yourself because everyone else is taken by Oscar Wilde. I love that. It reminds me a little bit of one of my favorites, which is Dolly Parton. Figure out who you are and do it on purpose. Love it. <laughs> Chris, and this right has now been I awesome. need to be going. Yeah. So. <laughs> you go. You go. I'll do the wrap up without you Thank you so much. Have an okay. amazing day. We'll be in touch. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Chris, thank you so much. This has been so fantastic. And guys, for all of you listening, I would totally check out this book. I will be checking out this book and all of Chris's stuff. And I found a chart for our swans drinks. This is amazing. So you know someone who could use a good chuckle today and who would really benefit from the understanding of what type of engaging personality they are, right? I love the chart of the introvert, extrovert, left brain, right brain. You know somebody who needs to hear this, who needs to learn this, who needs to just be themselves because everybody else is taken. So share the love. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and at sdrand.com slash 98. You will see the show notes. And maybe I'll even write out this chart for you so you can take a screenshot. And we... We'll catch you next time. There are a lot of online courses out there and lots of online course academies. So when you want to learn something new, how do you choose? Well, it depends what you're looking for. And if you're looking for the best way to get a premium university level education, then edX is your answer. With over 100 million course enrollments and 152 global partners, you can learn everything from marketing, my personal favorite, to coding, languages, to management skills, and everything in between. You can pay for edX courses to get the full experience and earn verified certificates. But if all you need is to upgrade your skills or knowledge, many can be audited for free. So I don't know what you're waiting for. I checked out edX as soon as I heard this, and you should go right now, or whenever you're not driving, to sign up at edX with our link, www.edX.org slash breakthrough. That's www.edX.org slash breakthrough to get a special discount and access to incredible learning, certifi certifications, and even degrees. www.edX.org slash breakthrough. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?